Well, howdy. Welcome to another Closer Look podcast here with Pastor David. Hello. I'm Pastor Jason, and it's a time we get to chat about things that took place in the sermon yep. or the worship service, and we want to be able to expand on that, take a closer look at it. So... Mm-hmm. We just finished up our Gather, Grow, Give, and Go series yesterday. We did. We yeah. did. Yeah. All done. All done. Yeah. Well, we just took the mission statement to glorify right. God. We exist to glorify God by being and making disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. And practically, yeah. that's lived out through the Gather, Grow, Give, Go. Yeah. yeah. So this past weekend, we talked about Give. Right. Did you have fun preaching that one? Yeah. You know, uh, people have often asked me, I had some some friends who are like, hey, you know, is it hard to preach on giving, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, I hope based upon even what you saw, like in the message, my, my answer is like, no, number one, I've been doing this for a while. Number one, it's not something like that we should be fearful of to, right. to preach and to talk right. about. Cause it's not right. a, it's not about us. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's just a response like gather, grow, yeah. you know, it's just, it's part of what disciples do. And so. I know that some people can abuse it, how they talk about yes. it, for, but for me, I... Uh, and that's the thing, it's in the Bible. Yes. It's to be taught, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we shouldn't shy away from those things. Absolutely. But you nailed it, the abuse part. So is there anything that that did not make it in the sermon that you wanted to share? Oh, man. You know, I was, I was kind of reflecting upon that because I thought you might ask it. You, you know, the one thing that, that, it, that didn't quite like make it in the sermon, just because I didn't have time, but I alluded to it in the message, was... When we're talking about give, we talk about giving of our time, our talents, and our treasures. You know, mm-hmm. one part of the message of what do we give? And I, and I said, what we have received. And so yeah. all of our lives are to be given in, in some way, shape, or form because we don't live for ourselves. Okay. We live for him. So by definition, according to 2 Corinthians 5, like we're we're supposed to we're supposed to give. And so I focus primarily like on the giving of our financial resources. Yes. Because as I said, the Bible talks the most about that. And I and I think there's this understanding that it's the most tangible for, thing for us to think mm-hmm. about. And when your life is ordered rightly, when you're thinking about your f- financial resources, your stuff in the right way, it's then easy then to transition that to the application of how do I think about my time? How do I think about the gifts and abilities that God has given me? Yeah. And, and so I think we just kind of see that. So there's a whole other message that you could have yeah. given on. Yeah, yeah, yeah how the Bible says you've been given gifts and I've been given gifts yep. to use within the body. And, and so, you know, we could have talked more about, you know, about that, but I think the thing that's up in front of people the most is that whole idea of your finances. I think you helped clarify something too, because you said, what do we give, what we received. And then you yeah. talked in acts about how they were selling their possessions. Yeah. But the key phrase there that's sometimes left out is. Yeah. As, as any had need. Yeah. A lot of people think like they're a bunch of communists or something like that. Like it was communal living back then. Yeah. And it was not. It yeah. was not. They had individual yeah. properties. God's word doesn't call us to just simply, it calls to live in community, but not communally in the sense yeah. that it's just like what you have is mine. What my, yeah. It's all the Lord's. And so it should be easy for me when I see you having a need, somebody else having a need that I should be yeah. willing to respond to that as I can. And you said it's all the Lord's, which don't disagree with. Right. Question that comes out of this, though, and well, I'm not saying you know, I'm disagreeing with this question. Glad Pastor Jason here, agrees. Here's what we're leaning to is, is you said there are a couple of lies. Yeah. And I want to focus on the second lie. The okay. second lie that you said that we believe mm-hmm. is that what we have is because we worked for it. Yeah. So are you saying there's no cause and effect from mm-hmm. working and obtaining yeah. So this is a big one, right? And, and and the heart of that came from David's prayer, you know, in First Chronicles, yeah. right? Where David is looking to dedicate the resources for the temple. And he says, all that we have and give to you comes from your own hand. Yes. So just right there, he's making that statement. 
that what he has it's not it's not his it came from god to begin with so so like that's where i say what we have we didn't work for in the sense that the lie is because i have riches or because i have xyz it's because i worked for it versus understanding no it was given to you by god now here's where the modifier is he uses the means yes. of work yes right uh it's not like everybody just wins the lottery kind of a thing mm-hmm. when we come to the new testament paul will talk to the church in thessalonica and he'll say hey listen if somebody does not work they should not should not eat, eat. and so we just don't sit back and let go and let god and yes. think that he's yeah. just going to provide for us without any stewardship on our yes. part because he has given you your life to steward he's given you your mind he's given you your physicality to to steward and so we are to work but any accumulation, anything that we get from our work is because God gave it yes. to us yeah. through through the means of of that work. And the, the big point of of that that just always hits me, and I just don't think. Can I tell you the story where this really hit me? Uh, ahead, just, please, do. So please do. I went on a ride along with my brother and okay. uh, or my brother-in-law. He's a police officer. Okay. And we were in Southeast San Diego in a very impoverished area. And it was the area of town actually where my my youngest daughter, where her birth mom came from. So Cece's okay. adopted. Yeah. And and it was before I we even adopted her, I'd spent time in that community, you know, doing this ride along. And and then when I later adopted and realized that that was a community that my daughter came from, mm, mm, I realized, mm. oh my goodness, like the advantages, the blessings, the things that my adopted daughter has, she could have mm-hmm. easily stayed here. There's no reason why, like I was born where I was born, they were born where they were born, the 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 things that are available to them that that or that weren't available to people that were there that are available to to me just because I had no choice in any of that. Yeah, right. I had I had no and sometimes people are like, well you just gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And it's like mm-hmm. nobody has pulled them up by the bootstraps. The most successful person you and I know has literally by God's ordained sovereign plan had everything line up the way that they yes. have lined up so they can take no credit for their success. Yeah. Yet I've I've dealt with and I've counseled with I've very wealthy people who have demonstrated a heart that understands that. Yeah. And then those that have a tremendous pride and and I just kind of get riled a little bit that that as I said in my message, and if you're in the first hour, you saw I was a little passionate. It's like, <laughs> when we believe that anything we have is because we worked for it, it robs God of his glory. Mm, mm, so mm, so I'm mm. just like, if we exist for his glory, how how dare I? You know, that, you, go ahead. No, I'm just saying the, 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 the God blessing, some other, it applies to believers and non-believers yeah. alike. The, yeah. the, as you said, the, the earth is the world's everybody in it, all who, and all who live in it, right? And yeah. so he's the one who, even among those who reject him, yeah. He's the one who gives his... And, and I've lived in a community that had a lot of wealth at one point. And, and so, you know, one of the things I saw is like uh, wealth isn't a blessing for, for those mm. who are not in Christ mm-hmm. because they live under the belief that what they have is because they work for it and yep. therefore they don't yeah. need anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurts my heart sometimes when you're dealing with those who have lots mm-hmm. of wealth mm-hmm. uh, that way. At the same time, those who are poor, they they can recognize their need, but often there's a there could be a bitterness there. You know, yeah. that if yeah. I just had yeah. something other than I would be happy. Yeah. So the best place to be is believe it belongs to God. Yes. And and, uh, and let's let's explore this idea of rich yeah. and poor. You talked about the widow's might. You also talked about someone that that came to you, a believer who said, "Hey, yeah. uh, my giving mm-hmm. doesn't affect at all the way I'm living." I could, yeah. uh, should we mm-hmm. 
give in a way that give until it hurts basically that's the easiest way nasa it, it, should we give in a way that we it causes something different our our finances or our lives yeah it, you know the the big point that i see especially in second corinthians 8 there when when paul's talking to the church i mean it's just this profound scripture where it says like you know the grace of god mm-hmm. you know who mm-hmm. jesus is so i'm not going to command you to give mm-hmm. i'm going to command you to consider the grace you've received mm-hmm. and so like when i was sharing that story i, I wondered too in the message you know after the fact cuz i i had do have some other illustrations of of conversation not a cl- kind of along those route of but people have come to me and says you know i don't have a lot you know <laughs> to give kind of a thing and and you could hear an illustration like that and you have to realize like my encouragement to that person was what I said to the church. Like, here's the principle behind God's word. It's like, does your giving reflect those two mm-hmm. principles that I don't live for myself, but I live for him? Yeah. 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 A- yeah. And does it reflect the generosity and sacrifice of Jesus Christ? Our giving, I believe, according to the word of God, should in some way not just simply be generous, but sacrificial. Yes. I can't do certain things because. It's not mine. It's it's the Lord's. Now I'm not going to tell you what things you shouldn't do. I know people who have saved up for vacation and then they they felt called to give yeah. their entire vacation savings to the Lord to to pass on on that. Doesn't mean that you can't never take a vacation or you can't right. buy a nice car or those kinds of things. But are you? Is there anything you're not doing? Like you mm. know, if, you know. I mean, people have talked about it's like you know, you know, you know, cut back on Starbucks or you know, some something else. It's like. There are a lot of things that I know you and I yeah, could yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. if we if we chose not to give what, yeah. we, what we give. Yeah. Our lives, you know, would be maybe a little bit more comfortable, a little bit yeah. more easy. And and it's like, but that's not a. But what does that matter? What does yeah. it what does it matter if you gain the whole world but forfeit your soul? And yeah. I'm not saying if you don't give, you're going to forfeit your soul. Yeah. But I think that principle of that generosity and then and sacrifice come into play. Uh, you mentioned David earlier. Looking at Second Samuel, right? He's going to make it offer sacrifice, and someone says, "Hey, hey, let me give you the things for sacrifice." He yeah. says, "No, no, 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 no. I'm not going to offer sacrifice to God. That cost me nothing. Nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. out of heart." Right. That God owns it all. He provides it all. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. no, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And so, okay, looking at David, looking at the Old Testament, we see this this number given, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, it's 10%. Yeah. You talked about that on Sunday. But then you said that at the end of the, the sermon, you said it's it, it's not the number that matters. It's the heart. Mm-hmm. So, so help me understand why the Old Testament gives a specific number. Yeah. And then you come today and say, hey, but that number doesn't matter. It's the heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I know completely the mind of God. No. There you go. <laughs> no. You know, there is this clear understanding of the, some kind of like a percentage. And by the way, you're going to hear scholars and people, especially like on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, they're going to talk about, you know, giving and what it really yeah. was in the Old yeah. Testament. It's like, read and study a little bit more before you listen to anybody on TikTok or Instagram. And, TikTok's not a good place to get my theology. Don't get your theology from when you hear these sound bites. Sorry, that one was for free. There's this clear understanding of the tithe and this yeah. concept of a, yeah. of a 10%. Actually, when you consider all the sacrifices that the, they were called to make, it could be up to like 25%. Uh, I didn't want to get into that, so I didn't have, didn't have the time. But there's this, there is a very defined commanded percentage in the Old Testament. So why do I come then and say on Sunday morning? Yeah. It's not yeah. about the number. It's about that. Yeah. Well, one... That's never reaffirmed in the New Testament. Yep. And instead, what you see is Paul's affirmation of giving in 2 Corinthians, and he says, our motivation is grace. And and my argument for this is, all right, I would say 
I'm not, again, it's like, I'm not going to say it's an exact percentage, but tell me when you come from the Old Testament to the New Testament, the revelation is fuller. The revelation is, mm, is greater. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I would not, for me personally, because I know more of grace and had a gra- have a greater understanding of, of what it means that it's all his and, and what he's done for me and what I'm receiving, this inheritance will never perish, spoil or fade that's kept in heaven for me. I'm going to look at that and I'm going to say, okay, yeah, it's not a number. It's about the heart, but darn it. My heart has been radically yeah, transformed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so 10%, 25%, like that's not like, I'm not thinking like minimum there. So if somebody walked away from my message and being, being like, like, oh, I'm really good with not giving 10% or I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm like, check, you know, check your heart no. because I would say like the generosity and sacrifice of Jesus was like, are you ready for this? Like a hundred percent. hundred percent. And, uh, and so I'm not going to give a number, but I'm going to say it wasn't reaffirmed in the new and said, Paul says, I'm going to point you something greater, greater than a percentage, greater than a requirement. I'm going to point you to the grace and sacrifice. So our lives would be vastly more freely. And, open and not every person who asked that question has this, but there is that side of, Hey, I'm asking that question to see if I'm giving enough or if I have to give 10%. And, and to say, no, it's a hard issue makes you... Okay, well, let me throw the 10% out the door. Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah, you have to. And so like my, my friend that, that came to me, that's why I said, you know, when we're looking at the numbers, right? Yeah. Of like people who give with, within the church and we're saying like, you know, you got 45% of our church that gives like $900 a month yeah. Yeah. Uh, or more. And then you got 10 or you got 55% of our church that gives like $90 a month or yeah. more. Yeah. And, and all I want both groups to do is to ask themselves the same yeah. question. Yeah. And if you're somewhere in between that, we should just be asking, does my giving reflect that I'm not living for myself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and you might say, say, well, I got to pay my bills. I got to do this, got to do this. Then if that's your mindset in giving, that's the wrong mindset. I should start with, I have determined in my heart. In fact, that's, I didn't get have time to get that. Okay. Can I just read one more? Please one more do, passage? please do. So, so Paul goes on in that first, in that second Corinthians passage and he, and he literally says this. And so let's. Let me let me come to it. In chapter nine, he says, he, he comes and he says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly mm, and mm, whoever sows bountifully mm. will reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. I should have, I should have gotten to that. Not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a mm, cheerful, cheerful giver. Cheerful. And, and so I think we really got to think about that and say, am I setting aside what should be to the Lord's first? Mm-hmm. Uh, or am I, because if, if I'm, if I'm like, oh, I can't give anything, it's like, well, I think everyone could give something. Yeah. Even a widow's might, which yeah. God says, if that's all you can give, then you're generous and you're being mm-hmm. sacrificial. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, and I said this, and I, and I hope that this resonated, our God is not to be tipped. Mm, right. Our God is to be worshipped. Yeah. Yeah, And yeah. it's not, you know, that was a good meal or I enjoyed the service. So therefore I'm going to give God this. Thanks for the experience, God. It's all his. Yeah. It's all it's all his. And so so we should set that aside in our hearts. You know, what what do we determine to give? And I think that's the best philosophy. And that when you just that movement there, determine what you're going to give and then you live off the rest, mm-hmm. that hurts. Yes. That 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 moves you into sacrificial because yes. when you had to sacrifice your time and energy to really think about that, you had to go before the Lord in prayer and ask, and then then you live off the rest. And then you don't just do that once, right? You're continually evaluating, you're continually saying, like my friend who came to me and said, I determined, and now I'm at this place where I need to think, am I really giving yeah, enough? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 10%, yeah. it's 12%, it's 15%. I'm like, I don't know, but you need to determine. But 
But that person knew, knew in their heart. They're like, yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's there's more to give. Mm-hmm. There's more to give. Mm-hmm. I also encourage the person, they said, well, you know, I want to do this to the house or this to the house. And, you know, I was like, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with those things yep. if if you're following the Lord's leading in your heart and mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good questions. Again, it's been a great series. Glad we get to yeah, take some yeah. time and look at this, remind our hearts of this. And so <laughs> this next week. Yeah, this Ooh. next week, back into Luke. Back into Luke. Yeah, we'll be in Luke for a few weeks and then all the way up until really Easter, it looks like even Palm Sunday, we're gonna we'll be in the gospel of Luke and and then we'll be picking that back up. We're gonna see we're gonna see Jesus as an adult for the first time okay. on, on Sunday. So looking that, forward to <laughs> it. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, we love you, church family, and we look forward to seeing you soon. See you Sunday.